So welcome back to Deep Diving to Lalios. This was kind of the scheduled content for this week, but also kind of not. I have been a little overwhelmed with life lately, so I have not been able to research to the fullest extent what I want to talk about in the next 9-11 docuseries. So I'm going to be doing my recap today of this week in court with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard from last year, obviously. I wanted to let you all know I have not forgotten about our 9-11 series. I just want it to be thorough and investigative, and I have not had the time or the mind to put it together. I'm hoping it will be out this Wednesday. If it's not, it will be next, next week. Keep your alerts on, subscribe to us, but those alerts are so important because then you'll know as soon as it goes out. But without further ado, let's dive into what happened this week last year in court with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Let's go, let's go. This week, everyone was starting to get kind of the hang of how things worked. I was starting to get the hang of what time to show up, but also people were starting to ask me in my comment section what time to show up. And I did gatekeep. I was a gatekeep girl boss. Like that was my thing. I wasn't going to tell you guys because for work, I had to be there and I had to be inside the courtroom. I had a couple of people get actually mad at me. I think they've unfollowed me because I was like, I just didn't respond to them. A lot of people expect that I read every single comment. I can't. I also got like a lot of questions about whether or not I was a jury member in the courtroom. Obviously, I was not a jury member. I'm way too partial for that. Um, so... That was an interesting question to get asked. I was also told on multiple occasions that I was not supposed to be posting on social media because the judge specifically told us not to post. The judge was telling Amber and Johnny not to post on social media, not us in the courtroom. I also noticed in rewatching my recaps of this week, I was so out of pocket, like absolutely wild. There was so many out of pocket statements from me, but they're valid, but like also that's a lot. Also during that week, we start to go through the Australia incident here because we have Johnny on the stand. This was the week that Johnny took the stand and he starts going through the events, not only of his own life, but also of what happened in their marriage. And the Australia incident, we start to look at the different stories that Amber had during that time. And I think at the time we had three different stories of her, but I think we're up to five now. Pretty sure. Um, I've done a recent video on the, the Australia incident and it's He's always kept one and she's always had multiple. But I will say what's wild to me is she says she's in a three-day hostage situation. And I address that and I do say, you come to discover she had her iPad, she had her phone, so she could have called for help at any time. But of course, you can still feel like you are kidnapped or trapped in a certain situation, you know, not wanting to set off your abusive partner. However, Dr. Kipper was in and out of that house that weekend and he never saw any of the abuse that Amber says that happened. Now, mind you, things can be hidden, but she said it was like a three-day situation, right? And Ben King was also in and out of there, the housing manager. So I, I don't know. She was also able to go right back into training when she got back to Los Angeles um, for, I think it was a Danish girl that she was filming at the time. And like we discussed in the last um, video, she said her feet were totally cut up and um, she's stomping all around. So she not only was able to go to ballet lessons pretty quickly after, but she was stomping around in shoes in the house immediately after while Johnny is going to the hospital. Thank you. 
Now, during these videos, I also mentioned that she was diagnosed with insomnia and narcolepsy, and I kind of call that into question because her old assistant, Kate James, said that she was abusing Provigil um, for weight loss, um, this drug that's used for, I can't remember which of the two. Um, I think it was narcolepsy. But I found out through my followers that you can be diagnosed with both insomnia and narcolepsy. So God bless her if that is uh, the situation because that, that's got to be really rough. That was also the week that I called my mom and she was like, you need to make a video about how Amber is dressing like Johnny. And I was getting so many links from you guys saying like, she's dressed like Tim, like him again. And it was actually wild. Like we were starting to take bets in the courtroom, like not real bets, but we were like, Bet tomorrow she has a ponytail in her hair. Bet. I thought y'all were crazy. I thought y'all were making shit up. So many of you have sent me this article. And like at first we were kind of a little joking about it. We were kind of like, let's see what she's wearing today. And we had noticed that if Johnny wore a gray suit the day before, she'd wear a gray suit. Then it, it got a little bit more specific. Johnny wore a Gucci B and then Amber wore a Gucci B the very next day. So I was like, maybe, maybe we're on to something here. I wasn't prepared for today. You may remember yesterday is the day that Twitter went nuts over Johnny Depp's ponytail. When she walked into court today with this ponytail on her head, this ponytail that looks like it was brought to us by SpaceX, it's so high, the shock the courtroom felt. Also, not only is she copying Johnny's outfits and looks every single day, but today Johnny Depp finally took the stand. And he testified that the couple's nicknames for each other, which were Steven for Johnny and Slim for Amber, in reference to Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart. And as one of you said on my live tonight, doesn't this hairstyle from yesterday look an awful lot like this hairstyle that Lauren Bacall once wore? It's just interesting to me that she's trying to steal his style now. She's the same woman who was shocked he got a deal with Dior because as she said, he has no class or style. You know, and nobody caught my joke. Like there were a few of you, but it was a rare few that caught my joke about her ponytail being as high, so high that it looks like it's from SpaceX because she dated Elon Musk. Come on, come on, give me, give me that. Like that was, that was pretty good. This was the week of Keenan Wyatt and God bless this man for dealing with Elaine the way that he dealt with her because I'm telling you, this was the time in court that I had, I nudged Autumn with my friend Autumn with my elbow so hard as Elaine said pussy with her full chest. Did you hear him say, make references to Amber's pussy and asking her if her pussy was wet? Your Honor, lack of foundation, no. harassment. I, that was a wild clip. Someone needs to make a remix of that whole section. I felt assaulted. You can see from Kenan's face, he felt assaulted. Elaine was unhinged. This was also a really hard weekend trial for me. Um, this was some of the most disturbing stuff I heard um, at that point in time about it. We, we heard all new audio tapes, which I will say after hearing these audio tapes, I started listening to the full of them because the clips we heard in court were not the full 
audio that that was available to the jury or to us as a public um, that you can still find online. These are like four, five hour long audios, which is funny, not funny, haha, but it's funny because Amber says during her, her interview with Savannah Guthrie, these clips that you're hearing, it's not the full story of events. And I'm like, obviously not Amber. There's like four fucking hour long audio recordings we can listen to. Like she's, she's sitting there trying to play. It's like, like a narrative. And I will say both attorneys used audio. I'll, I'll talk about one at the end of this where Rottenborn used it against Johnny. Um, they use it as a weapon and, and, and that's what they're supposed to do. That's a good attorney for you when they are using the audio as a weapon to argue their client's narrative. This was hard for me. It was hard to listen to that, go into court and then listen to it again and listen to it with their reactions as well. Very difficult. And this was also the week where Johnny's kids started to be brought up. And I think because I'm a child of a very brutal divorce, um, this was hard to sit and listen to in court. Like a v it was very, very difficult. Oh, good God. Oh, good God. Jack's stepfather teaches him more about being a man. Hey, that's good. You gave me some shit about my kids, just like in London, that you desired. There was one night I left. So Johnny had said that his kids' relationship with Amber by the end of their relationship was non-existent. How often did Miss Heard bring your children into your arguments? Too often. And at the end of your relationship, how was Miss Heard's relationship with your children? non-existent they my children my kids are far um more intelligent than i am and they they broke they they wouldn't be around this herd any they refused to be around her <clears throat> anymore. They didn't like uh, the way she uh, treated me. He said his kids were smarter than he was, and they cut her out long before he did. And I was going out to eat with a friend that night, and I broke down just sobbing in my car before. And I will say that was not the last night that I just like had a total breakdown after court. It was very hard to listen to. This was a very hard week in court, especially with Johnny giving firsthand testimony. Also, this was when he kind of ended one of his testimonies was saying like, no matter what, he's going to be seen as guilty. Like he's already lost in this case, no matter what the outcome of this trial is. And, and you see it now, you see it with the media headlines. You see it with people who still believe that he is an abuser she has won and this will follow him even until after he dies. And that really fucking sucks. I will live with that for the rest of my life because of the allegations and because it was such a high profile case. So I lost then, no matter the outcome of this trial, I'll carry that for the rest of my days. And uh, it never had to be that way. It never had to happen. And I don't quite understand why it did in the way that it did. But I will also say, to, to bring up the mood, um, this was the beginning of Mr. Rottenborn and all of those, those fun little comebacks. She laughed and smiled at the end. I thought that was the most interesting part. 
myself. But so, yes, you didn't I, I did assault um, a couple of cabinets, but I did not touch Miss Hurd. And, As you can see, I think, you know. In one of my recaps where I'm talking about the Australia incident, I kind of like recapped it at that point in time. That was before we had like the full five stories. And I'm sure maybe she's come up with more since then. With three stories of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's finger, uh, we bring up a doctor's note. It has a fake name as well as a fake age. Um, that was just to keep him anonymous while he was in the hospital, but it is his actual medical records from that day. I don't have a recap of the 21st on that Thursday. I think there's a lot to play into why I don't have a recap from that. I was heading back to Orlando the next day on Friday and I know I had to get back to my Airbnb and pack everything up and get ready to go because I had to go back for personal matters. And then I was back in Virginia after that weekend. It was a lot. And that was the weekend too that I was called and asked if I want to go to CrimeCon, which was such an amazing opportunity and I'm so grateful for it. But it was a lot at that time. I will also say the 21st was a day of brutal cross-examination of Johnny Depp by Benjamin Rottenborn. I think the only good attorney on Amber Heard's team was Benjamin Rottenborn. He was a damn good attorney. He was a fucking jackass and you hated him, but that makes him a good attorney. I don't like how Amber's team has always been so aggressive. And I will say that even if you look at Amber's old um, testimony from when she had to give her witness statement immediately after concerning the three she only initially had three allegations against Johnny Depp and it's it's more from the like 14 but when she originally gave declaration about that her team even then was very aggressive even though she was the one that was giving the witness statements about this like there was really no fight about it do you know what I mean and they were very touchy on her which I, I didn't like because I'm like she is a woman who is claiming um SA and she's been abused by her husband and yet there's this male um lawyer who is touching her and touching her mic that's right by her chest i don't know it, it's always sat wrong with me because i'm like maybe don't touch your client like that okay i understand yeah i remember this and okay, don't don't talk though okay okay <laughs> love But Rottenborn, I will say, I hate him. I don't like his style, but that makes him a good attorney. Do you know what I mean? And he was brutal with Johnny. And there was a lot of stuff that he talked about that was very triggering. Obviously, I mean, this entire court case is triggering. This was also the, the, the day that they did the text where he, Johnny says, I have other uses for your throat. This is a text that eventually got me personally in trouble on my Twitter. I think people thought it was my me personally texting a sext. It's a sext. It's not anything other than a, a, it's a sext. And um, it's not me. It was Johnny that said it. And um, I just want to clarify that again. Um, it was one of it was a tweet that had a lot of likes, but I had to I had to delete it, had to take it down. So yeah, Johnny said it in court. Was just trying to live stream live tweet court. It's fine. I also don't think Rottenborn understood it was a, a sex because he repeated it so often throughout the trial. And every time he repeated it, I would kind of like try not to hyperventilate laugh. But at the end of the day, Rottenborn eviscerated Johnny. Um, he kept playing audios and text messages and then just like not giving Johnny any time to kind of rebut that or his team to rebut that, which yes, again, in his job. But at the very end of the day, he brings up 
the meeting Johnny had with Amber in July of 2016. So this is after they had split. It was in San Francisco that the couple decided to meet up. Their friend Christian Carino um, set it up for them so they could see each other. And Johnny would later testify that he was under the impression that she was going to withdraw all the accusations against him. But when they finally met up, he realized that she just wanted to get back together with him. I got to go. So. I took it. Goodbye. Wasted. You wasted my fucking life. No. No, you're fucking hug. Get it from Elliot Spitzer or whoever that fucking tin is. I will. No! No! You love me? I do love you. Yeah, you're showing it real well. And he was very upset when he found out that and he wanted nothing more to do with her. And you can hear him in it. And and he did not know the meeting was being recorded. And I don't know if California is a two-party state. All you've done, I can't clear that. You're recording. Yeah, I am. Oh. Hi. I'd like to say hello to David and Paige and say that uh, I love you. And... Um, I'm sorry this didn't work. He talks about it, about hurting himself um, with a knife at the end of one of the recordings. And that was all Rottenborn played. He like, Rottenborn basically said like, hey, you met up with your ex-wife when she had a restraining order against you on X, Y, and Z date after she had that restraining order, right? And Johnny's like, yeah. And then he plays that audio. And that was the end of the court day. He's like, Your Honor, I, I have a lot that I still have to go through. And she's like, oh, too much for the end of the day. And he's like, yeah. And so they leave the court with just that audio with nothing behind it, nothing to give you any substance, any any idea of what was going on with it. Francisco, yeah, yes, okay. we did. Um, All right. I'm still not sure if that was the final time. I believe the last time I saw her was in her divorce attorney's office when the agreement was signed. Sorry. I believe. Uh, I, I believe. I believe I misspoke, Your Honor. It's. It, okay. I'm sorry. It's 586. So, sorry. It's the. 
same video that you were discussing, just the wrong number? Yes, okay, yes, so Your Honor. And and what I would propose to play is 3210 to 3805. So we'll make it 586A, yes. section 3210 through 3805. All right, that's in yes. evidence. Okay, thank, you. thank you. And with your permission, I'd ask uh, for us to play this okay. to the jury. Go ahead. Thank you. Actually, but before we start, Mr. Depp, during this meeting that you had with her, at one point you tried to cut yourself with a knife, correct? I don't recall that, no. Okay, let's play. This. I mean, Thank I you. might have uh, made a move. Don't cut your skin. Please do not cut your skin. Please don't. Why would I do that? Don't please do not do that. Please do not do that. Please don't. Please don't cut yourself. You don't need to cut Thank you. No, thank you. The sperm on the pillows. It's really tall. I have to use the shot, but... Don't take it. 
Don't, 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 don't. Don't you tell me. Please don't do that. Put, put the knife down. Just put the fucking knife down. Don't. Don't do that. Do not do that, Tony. Please, you're gonna... I wanna look at you. You're gonna hurt yourself. Please I wanna stop. look at you. I know you're in pain. Wait. Stop. Please There's don't. There's a way for the pain to go away. It's not, it's not that. It doesn't make you go away, trust me. Yeah, fucking no. I do know. It doesn't make you go away. Really? Did it make you go away? Yeah. It did? Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Okay. There's love here. There is love here. There's love here. We're here. I have no other reason to be here. is really dull and it would be the worst thing in the world to use to cut no, me with it, it would be too <clears throat> painful and dull and dirty to use yeah, it that's a Don't, 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 you're gonna hurt yourself. Don't! It's okay. Please don't, please don't cut yourself. Please, please don't. Please stop. Please stop. Please. Don't, don't hurt yourself, please. Your Honor, I'm probably going to move on to something else. Next time. Okay, I assume you still have quite a bit cross or... A, a bit. I'm not, not exactly sure. All right, but more than we could do. Yes. Okay. All right, that's fine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like we've come to the end of our week, um, so I won't be seeing you again till Monday. And then he leaves that for the media to tear apart for the rest of the weekend. He's very smart in it, very smart, but he did this on purpose. The media to tear apart everyone to kind of really just rip into Johnny for the rest of the weekend. And, and I was just, I was emotionally done. I had to pack up my hotel room. I had to leave, um, and go to back to Orlando. And it was just a really hard week, I will say in court. Um, but we did get that, that Johnny Depp sass back, um, at Benjamin Rottenborn. You, you poured yourself a, um, a mega pint of red wine, correct? A mega pint. Yeah. I poured myself a large glass of wine. Before I get too carried away of talking about my own experience in court with Johnny Depp, here is what happened this week, last year, in court with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Let's go, let's go. I was 
in court today with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and we heard some crazy stories about a severed finger. Prescription, you know what, being stolen from another partner. Now, while they were married, Amber Heard just couldn't stop adding stress to her husband's life. But before I get carried away, here are my quick facts on what happened in court today. Let's go, let's go. We started off today with video deposition from Dr. David Kipper, who was the couple's private doctor. And I personally think his most interesting testimony was about the March 2015 incident. Just in case you all don't remember, that was the time that Johnny Depp lost part of his finger. Now, as we went into on my podcast this week, there's many stories as to how he lost his finger. In fact, Amber Heard has come up with three separate stories. And even though Amber didn't go to the hospital or even try to receive any medical treatment during that week, other than two-hour psychotherapy, she would claim that she was in a three-day hostage situation with her husband, Johnny Depp. Which, yes, she was asked about in the UK trial. Especially since, if you note here, she had a cell phone. The judge literally says, just a minute, you had a cell phone and you agree that you did? I did. So she could have contacted anybody. Yes, I could have. But it's a hostage situation, guys. And the judge would later just say it was a hyperbole. That was all she meant by that. Even though she alleged it three times in court docs. We love a little hyperbole perjury. Like if you're wondering why I think the last case was bullshit, example. Dr. Kipper saying in his depot that he saw Amber that day and that other than being upset, she was fine. And he saw no cuts on her, which was interesting to me because Amber said she was covered in cuts because Johnny had drug her through glass. And on December 15th of that same year, Amber would claim that a very similar situation happened to her. That she was almost smothered to death by Johnny. He'd even broke the bed in doing so. But when she was seen in Dr. Kipper's office on the 17th of December, she showed no signs of physical injury. She had a headache, which she was told to take over-the-counter medication for. They'd even performed a concussion check for this headache and she didn't have a concussion. That's two major incidents just ruled out by a doctor. Dr. Kipper saying if there had been any physical injuries on Amber that day, the person he had in office would have had to report it. I also noticed on the medical form that it said she was diagnosed with insomnia, which is interesting from our previous videos that we talked about with Kate James. Because remember, Amber says she has narcolepsy so she can take that, you know what, per vigil, which is known in the industry for its weight loss. Kate alleged that she was abusing it, so that's interesting. We also heard from Johnny Depp's sobriety nurse, Debbie Lloyd, who was also working with Dr. David Kipper. Debbie said that she was there to administer medication to Johnny as well as be emotional support for him. And what was really sad was we saw that majority of stress in both of the couple's life was the arguments with each other. And it seemed like they argued more often than not. Debbie corroborated what the psychotherapist said last week where Amber would instigate the fights and Johnny would flee them. But Debbie would say that she witnessed Johnny trying to flee multiple times and Amber would follow him into every room he went into. However, she said she never saw any physical violence between the couple. But she did witness things like Amber standing in the penthouse elevators not allowing Debbie or Johnny to leave the penthouses because she didn't want him to leave her. And in text, Johnny alleged that Amber was stealing his prescription meds, saying she wiped me out of everything I need. I can't believe she stole my meds for her debauchery. I was in court today with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And today we heard about their rushed wedding, a fight that didn't happen the way someone says it happened, and Johnny Depp took the stand. So let's go, let's go! So today we heard from Keenan Wyatt, who works as a sound technician on a lot of movies that you probably know, especially ones that include Johnny Depp, like The Ninth Gate, Rango, Pirates, but was also close personal friends with Johnny Depp and also used to vacation with his family when he was with Vanessa Paradis. He testified to a flight that happened in May 2014 from Boston to LA, where he said that actually Amber had been the aggressor. Something the psychotherapist said as well. And Sean Bett and Chrissy, the list goes on. Saying that Amber had even snapped at him, yelling at him, how dare you talk to me? Which also was backed up by a heck of a lot of statements where people felt like they were just the help with Amber. Now, Amber alleged that it was actually Johnny who was violent on this flight, but Keenan testified that he didn't see any violence on this fight, just Amber yelling. 
also testified that the couple's marriage had been really rushed, which is something that Christy and a lot of other people have testified to. I think even Johnny Depp's son, Jack, didn't know what was going on. Then Amber Heard's team questioned him and he made this face. And to be honest, Elaine was kind of a little messy today. I don't know. Have you seen the video? There's a, there's a video going around on Twitter. I, re I retweeted it. I can't put it on here. I'm sorry. But Elaine was trying to ruin Kanan's credibility for a while. Asking him questions about his wage, how he was getting it, and if he knew that Johnny was negotiating it for him. And Kanan kept answering that no, he worked for the union, so he always got the wage that the union gave him. But get this. Elaine would then go on to ask Kanan if he knew that he was a part of Johnny Depp's contracts for movies. Like he was a part of the deal. If Johnny was there, he was there. And Kanan said he did not know. She also asked him if he knew that the salary was negotiated beforehand and inside of that contract. And he said he didn't know that. Can you imagine finding out on the stand that you had that good of a fucking friend? Like my God. And then after six years of waiting, Johnny Depp took the stand and began to tell his side of the story. He explained that he's here because Amber Heard made criminal claims about him six years ago that it permeated the media and the world. He said that this was a complete shock to him and that it was not true. He testified that they had had arguments, things of that nature, but he had never struck her or any other woman in his life. And he said he was not only doing this for himself, but also for his children. And that his goal for this trial is the truth. That's the finger, man. Come on. I had a, I had a, a mineral, can, a jar, a can of mineral spirits thrown in my nose. I, you can please tell people that it was a fair fight and see what the, see what the jury and judge think. Tell the world, Johnny. Tell them, Johnny Depp. I, Johnny Depp, man, I, I am a victim of single domestic violence. And yes. I, you know, it's a fair fight. And see how many people believe or side with you. I was in court today with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and today Johnny was on the stand all day long. We heard about how things turned sour between him and Amber Heard, new audio never heard before, and how he feels that Amber Heard's op-ed has affected his career. So let's go, let's go! Johnny has testified that for the first year, year and a half of his relationship with Amber, things were normal. But as time went on, the arguments between the two of them tended to increase. And he testified that just like when he was a child and his mother, Betty Sue, would go on rampages throughout his house, he would hide from Amber. Which correlates with a bunch of other testimony we've heard, including the psychotherapist testimony, that Johnny would always try to de-escalate the fights and hide from Amber, while Amber would follow him room to room, like Debbie Lloyd said. Johnny stating that as she got to know him more, she would use the most intimate details of his life against him often weaponizing even his own fatherhood to his children. And we heard evidence of that today in court. Oh, good God. Oh, good God. Jack's stepfather teaches him more about the man than even fucking near fucking left we even heard about a letter that Lily Rose Depp had written to Amber Heard about how she didn't appreciate the way Amber was treating her father. Johnny saying his kids were far more intelligent than he was. They didn't like the way that Amber Heard treated him and that his kid's relationship with Amber was non-existent by the time his relationship with Amber ended. Lily Rose didn't even attend their wedding. And I, I just want to say here to humanize all of this, we're talking about A-list celebrities. As a child who went through a very horrible divorce and as someone who suffered from domestic violence in my life, all of this has been very hard to hear in court, especially as someone who's been looking into this case for years. If you've been with me from the beginning, you know I've been in this deep forever. And hearing it all and even in more detail sucked. You are such a baby! Grow the fuck up, did you Johnny! I did start a physical fight. Yeah, you did, so I had because, to get the fuck out of there. Yes, you did. So you did the right thing. We also got to hear about what Johnny had to say about Amber's allegations. I will live with that for the rest of my life 
because of the allegations and because it was such a high-profile case. So I lost then, no matter the outcome of this trial. I'll carry that for the rest of my days. And uh, it never had to be that way. We also got a lot of this face today in court, but we also got to see the start of Johnny taking on Amber's lawyer, Rottenborn. And he loves saying this man's name, like. Could you say that again, Mr. Rottenborn? Johnny said his name every chance he got. It was very clear on his answers, but gave as good as he got. But we only got about 20 minutes into Rottenborn's questioning. So I'll be back tomorrow with more cross-examination. Until tomorrow, bye-bye. Amber Heard cut off the tip of Johnny Depp's finger in March of 2015 while he was in Australia filming Pirates of the Caribbean 5, and I'm going to tell you how I know that. So this week in court, we heard Amber Heard's lawyers alleging that Johnny had actually done this himself, referring to what his team told the doctors at the ER when he had arrived. In order to not alert the press, his team had told the doctors that he had cut it off while cutting onions. You can see from the ER report that the doctor treating him did not buy it, saying his injuries were more suggestive of a crushing mechanism backs up what Johnny has been saying actually happened to him since 2016. Johnny has testified multiple times that him and Amber Heard got into a fight over a postnuptial agreement on March 8, 2015. Johnny saying that Amber was irate after having a meeting with his lawyers before she arrived in Australia, even screaming at him that she wasn't even included on his will, which he testified this week was a weird thing to say. He said during this argument, he broke his sobriety, went down to the bar and poured himself a shot of vodka. He had about two to three shots when Amber arrived downstairs, took the vodka bottle and threw it at him and it zoomed past his head. If you've been watching my podcast at all, you know she's a thrower. Johnny then says he grabbed a bigger vodka bottle and poured himself another shot and said that Amber took that vodka bottle and threw it at him, which hit his hand that was resting on the marble of the countertop, shattering his bone and severing the tip of his middle finger on his right hand. Now this story is also backed up from a secret five-hour recording that someone took Someone, without anyone's knowledge, in which Johnny's doctor, Dr. Kipper, says this. Amber's lawyer is saying that this text he wrote to Dr. Kipper seals the deal. He says, I cut the top of my middle finger off. What should I do? Except, of course, go to the hospital. Johnny has said he said this like you would say, I broke my arm. But what's most damning to me is how many times Amber's story has changed about this incident. Her first deposition, she said that Johnny severed his finger while punching a wall. Amber, you apparently created some story about you punching a wall or something like that? She says that I did it myself, yeah. By punching a wall. Just another way to hurt you. She then filed her motion to dismiss the Fairfax, Virginia trial, which didn't happen. In it, she alleged that Johnny had been smashing a phone into the wall and that by smashing the phone, that was how the tip of his finger was severed. She never threw a bottle or anything else at Johnny. Then she changed her story again for the United Kingdom libel trial that Johnny Depp had against the Sun in 2020, alleging in her second witness statement that she woke up and found Johnny with the tip of his finger severed, saying she didn't know how it had happened. Now it seems like Amber's team has changed that story again. As they kept alleging during Johnny's cross-examination this week that he had cut it off himself with a knife. So Amber, which is it?